Hey y'all, remember like a year ago when I had an anniversary episode? My first anniversary episode? Well, apparently it's been an entire year since then, and it is now the second anniversary of We the Black People, which is incredible and amazing, and I'm so excited about it. I'm so excited that y'all are still around listening, that I'm still learning so much, and that this is going to keep going. Part of my excitement was that I did something this year that I wanted to do last year, but I don't know. I just never committed to it. I got stickers. I had We the Black People's cover art printed onto stickers that aren't here yet. I didn't realize how long it actually takes to have like custom stickers printed and sent. They should be here by the end of the week that this episode drops. Hopefully earlier than that. If you follow me on any form of social media, you're going to know. I'm so excited about these stickers. And if you don't follow me on social media, it's at We the Black People Pod on Facebook and Instagram. Super hype about these stickers. Ten of them. And the exciting part for y'all is that I'm willing to give up to five of these ten stickers away to you. Because I appreciate you. But before we get into like what you have to do to get a sticker, I want to talk about... Three things about black history that I've learned in making this show. Which, for the record, I have learned so many more things than these three things. Every episode, every conversation, even conversations that I go into thinking that I have a pretty good understanding of the topic, I usually end up learning something, talking it out with the historian. But here's just three things, because I don't want to keep y'all all day. And I know, I open this with doing a giveaway, so I want to get to how you get the thing. Lesson number one. It's from episode 9, called Workers Not Servants, Black Domestic Worker Organizing and Resistance. The thing I learned from that episode is that feminism's successes in the 60s through the 80s were really only possible due to black and brown women working as domestic workers. And that's because white middle class feminists defined liberation as working outside of the home instead of being full-time parents as was their traditional role. And a lot of middle-class white women did end up in the workforce, but they were able to leave behind their role in the household by hiring domestic workers to take over that. And these domestic workers were mostly black and brown women. So yeah, the heroes of feminism aren't just the women who went out and broke the glass ceiling in the workplace. It's also the unsung black and brown women who got no respect working in those women's homes. Number two comes from episode 12, called, In 1903, a Black Woman Started a Bank. And that is the fact that, though the Tulsa Massacre on Black Wall Street has gotten a lot of attention lately and is much more common knowledge than it used to be, what we don't talk about is the fact that coming for a Black bank is a much quieter, but still rather effective way to come for a Black Wall Street. And the way to come for a Black bank in the early 1900s was through regulations. Black banks operated a little differently than other banks and did a lot more lending compared to saving, which was their big role in the black community. When regular banks wouldn't allow, wouldn't give out loans to black people, and honestly still don't, black banks would do that service for the black community. But that made them easy targets for regulations that technically could be called colorblind or neutral that applied to like the reserves at all banks but had a much bigger impact on black banks and black communities. Because like I said, black banks would give out loans to black people when no one else would, which allowed black people to buy homes, allowed black people to start businesses and run political campaigns, to get out of sharecropping, to really just get the capital 
to start their own enterprises. Once you take out a black bank, you take out the financial resources for there to be widespread black home ownership, black businesses, and really take out a black Wall Street in a much quieter way than mobs and bombs, but still very effective, which is kind of terrifying. Number three comes for episode 25, Reconstruction and God's Post-Emancipation Plan for Black People. In that episode, we talked about the way that the end of slavery was a religious experience for Black people, a true side of like God interfering in history in favor of Black Americans. But the thing that I think about a lot from that episode is what happened as Reconstruction failed. As Black people lost the right to vote to white violence, as sharecropping conditions that looked a lot like slavery became widespread, and as lynching became normal and unregulated and widespread, the fact that Black people looked to the crucifixion of Jesus for hope. Seeing this as kind of like the darkest part of Black history following slavery, they remembered the darkest part of Jesus's life when he was tortured and killed on the cross but also remember that after that came the resurrection, the like biggest triumph in the Bible, and they hoped for their own like triumph in the future. And I think about that a lot because it reminds me of something my pastor says sometimes. Sometimes he'll ask, is your problem bigger than a dead Jesus? And it's so much like what black people were saying a hundred years ago. They accepted that things were bad, things were terrible, things did not look good. But they also believed that God wouldn't let things get this bad without there being a plan for something better in the future. And that kind of hope amazes me. So there you have it. Three of the countless things that I have learned in the last two years making this show. But you probably want to know how to get a sticker. So what you have to do is the same thing I just did. I would like you to email me. My email address is wetheblackpeoplepod at gmail.com which will be in the show notes. But again, it's we the black people at gmail.com with three things that you have learned from this show. You have until November 30th, the day that the next episode drops, to email me three things. I'd love to hear from you. Like I said, I'm giving up to five stickers. So if I get more than five emails, I will just randomly pick five people to send a sticker to. And knowing me personally does not disqualify you. Just, I want to hear from you. And again, amazingly, wildly, it's been two years, y'all, and I'm not done yet. So keep listening. Keep telling everyone about it. And email me so you can get a sticker and rep this podcast. All power to all people, y'all. <laughs>